everyone. Thank you for joining Love Talks today. On this talk, I would really like to just discuss the power of walking in who you are and just being comfortable being you. In this journey, you know, generally in our walks uh, with the Lord and in our lives, you know, whether you're in the marketplace, you're in ministry, uh, you're in you know, the government, or you're in a high uh, sphere of influence, I think that there is a mental conversation and a mental battle going on in our minds that say who you are is not enough. Now, you could even be very rooted and grounded in your actual identity as a child and still have these conflicting battles in your heart and um, the lies that just come up against who you're called to be. And as I've been walking with the Lord and having these own conversations in my head and in these own um, thoughts that come in, they clearly aren't of God. You know, we don't get thoughts that discourage us or speak against our identity from the Lord. And what I'm coming to find out is sometimes the greatest fear that people have are actually walking in the shoes that they were created to walk in. What do I mean by that? Well, they have a saying, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. And I think, I think of Arizona specifically, you know, in Arizona, it's, it can get to be 120 degrees and having grass is a big responsibility. So my neighbor decided to put some grass in and I was actually thrilled because I wanted to see the green grass. I wanted to look at it. But the reality was, is I did not want my husband taking the extra time to have to care for this grass, to have to maintain this grass, to have to go out and mow the grass. So we don't have grass in our front yard. We have a desert landscape because it's what is fitting for our lives. And I'm just painting a very practical picture for you because I feel like sometimes when you're walking towards who you're called to be, or you're already standing in who you're called to be as far as your destiny goes, as far as the call on your life. Um, you know, <clears throat> generally, there is an assault that happens. And the assault can be so subtle, but the assault always comes in a place of, well, look at those shoes, or look at that person's life, or look at that call, or, you know, you're not strong in this area when they are. I mean, even thinking about a stay-at-home mom, I am a stay-at-home mom, I also have a ministry, but you know, I find so much value in being a stay-at-home mom and just the anointing that comes on my life to do that, the anointing that comes on my life to care for my family and to do all the practical things that I really don't like doing sometimes. Like I'm not big on the dishes and I'm not big on laundry, but I take care and I take love in the time that I get to do these things because I was anointed to do that. And it's not all of who I am, but it is my joy. 
And I feel like sometimes even that is so undervalued. We sometimes only look at things that are super shiny, like the, the calls, you know, the calls or the jobs that, you know, seem to have the greatest impact right away. You know, that microwave impact, the highest levels of influence or uh, those that seem to be able to even walk or run a lot quicker than you. And the reality is, is that everybody's an individual and it really does keep coming back to that. And I think, you know, when people get stuck, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like you don't have vision, if you're feeling like you can't move forward, I really have learned through this last season that if you're not embracing the fullness of who God has called you to be, and I don't just mean one aspect of your life, I'm talking the aspect of being a stay-at-home mom or, you know, being an aerobics instructor all the way to, you know, other aspects of your life, being a friend, you know, being a daughter, being a son, um, being a mother or father to, you know, just the one who does the laundry or the one who, you know, um, helps somebody study for their exam. I think God is wanting us to embrace every aspect of our lives fully. Because when we can embrace every aspect of our lives, and I'm not just talking our strengths, I'm talking when we can embrace our weaknesses, then we actually have a healthy perspective because when we look at others that have strength in the area we're weak, we can we then realize that we can join arms and we can link together and therefore complement each other. Because I pretty much can guarantee if you know somebody that has strengths where you're weak, you also have strengths where they're weak. And so, you know, this really is a two-sided talk today. It's it's a side of embracing who you are, embracing your journey, embracing your past, embracing the things that might have broke you, that might have drug you down, that might have caused you to fall. All of those things, God wants you to embrace. Why? Because when you embrace them, as part of who you are now, you can tell your story with confidence and people will listen. It's not who you are today, it's who you were before, but those pieces, those fragments of your past create the full picture of who you are. And so, you know, in this process of being you and fully walking in the uniqueness of who you are, I just had this vision, you know, recently that there were so many people who were trying, and I don't, when I say trying, I don't mean striving, but were trying to walk in the call of God in their life, trying to move forward, trying to plow in whatever atmosphere, whatever sphere of influence, whatever calling that they have, wherever they have been positioned. And it just, and discouragement was coming in, um, just lies saying, you know, what you're doing is not important or you're not effective or you're not qualified. But the reality is, is God is really just speaking to us and he's saying, I want you to embrace who you are because who you are is perfect. And when you can embrace that, that's really when God's going to be able to come in 
and then attach you to others so that you can be strengthened by their strengths and they can be strengthened by your strengths. There's just so much in this world of competition and comparison and, and, and discouragement. I feel like anytime you try to go forward in something, there's always that self-doubt that tries to creep in or there's always that, that fear of failure, you know, or that fear of, you know, making a mess of things. But in reality, I think that true courage is just really pressing into those times and being willing to take a risk, you know, and, and really being able to say, I really love myself. And that does not mean that I'm perfect. It doesn't even mean that I'm fully even healed or, you know, I don't have messes going on in my life, but I love who God has called me to be. And Therefore, I want to take that to the world in the package that he's packaged me in, in the position he's positioned me in, in the place that he's placed me in, in the role that he's, you know, allowed me to have that anointing and influence in, and I want to shine. And I just really wanted to do this, this podcast to encourage you that if you're feeling discouragement, if you're feeling just self-doubt, if you're feeling um, confusion or you know, just the inability to move forward. Really take a look and see, number one, if you have let go of last season. If you've let go of what may have possibly, you know, defined some of the call on your life last season. And are you looking forward to the new thing that God's doing? Are you looking forward to how he's progressing you? Because everything progresses. Everything in the kingdom continues to grow and progress and, it, and it's, it's not, it doesn't stay the same. You know, when water sits and doesn't move, it becomes stagnant. And so the areas in your life, maybe where you're feeling like they're stagnant, you have to look at those and you have to be willing to risk change. And I think that risking change is definitely a place where people get stuck because it requires the unknown and it requires faith and in my own personal life you know I I feel like I knew where God was calling me in a sense and I understood what God had put on my life but I wanted anything but that so I just like clung to everything else you know, I'll do this. This is great. This works out. It's, you know, like it's comfortable. Okay, that's over. I'll do this. This works out. It is comfortable. And were those things bad? No, all of those things were the teaching and the leading up to the greater, it's school basically, you know, it's school on my life so that I can do what God's called me to do. And really, I feel like a lot of the times we can get stuck in this walk with God, um, or in our daily lives where, you know, we aren't looking at it as a teaching opportunity. We're looking at it as permanent. Like this is where I'm at and it's permanent and it's comfortable being permanent. But God really is asking us to continuously evolving and changing and growing from glory to glory. So, really looking at our lives as school, you know, looking at each 
you know, call it season, call it year, or call it circumstance, whatever you want to call it, looking at all of these things and going, okay, this might not be permanent. So I'm going to embrace this, but I'm going to be willing to open up my hands and let it go when God asks me to let it go, regardless of how it makes me look to others, regardless of even if it goes against my own personal understanding. You know, I I really have this thing where I just, it's something that God's really just put on my heart and it is something he trained me up in, but just excellence, you know, just having, doing things with excellence, doing things with integrity, doing things, and I don't mean with perfection, but I mean doing it unto the Lord and, and, and really just finishing everything I start tying it up with a bow and really completing assignments to the point where sometimes I've went back and I didn't feel like I finished, even though God felt, you know, God was like, you're finished. And I was like, well, uh, that didn't look finished to me. So I picked it back up and I tried to finish it. It was already done. And I feel like, you know, God has been putting me in little setups to offend something that I set up in my heart. Does God want us to do things with excellence? Yes. But sometimes those things can become soulish and they're not necessarily, you know, God's excellence, but they're our idea of excellence. And so he's going to put us in situations that completely offend that ideal, you know, that ideology that we have. And so I really want, you know, to, to just kind of share this part of the journey because God is so longing for us to be with him, to abide in him, to stop wanting to belong, but just to understand that we are just to be and that he is longing for us to just be with him and abide and just to sit with him. So I, I hope this encourages you. But I do really feel like if you're, like I said, if you're stuck or if you're just feeling discouraged or if you're feeling hopeless or you just don't feel like you've gotten to the place in the promises of God, understand that you're in school. Understand that, you know, he is going to offend some things in your life because he wants to bring you into balance. He wants to bring you into the alignment and the truth of his order And he wants to bring you in the alignment and truth of his heart. I don't know, you know, if you're listening, if you've ever prayed, God, break my heart for what breaks your heart. Or if you prayed any of those radical prayers. But what I am going to say is every prayer God will answer, it just will probably not look like what you thought it would look like. So if it feels good when you're praying it, you're definitely praying with the spirit of God. But it might not actually feel good to walk it out. But the fruit, if you can commit to that and just continue walking and not give up and not grow weary, the fruit is going to be so much grander than the suffering you endure getting there. And so I feel like just the Lord wanted to just encourage you. I wanted to encourage you with this talk today to just embrace who you are, to embrace the shoes that he's given you, whether they're sneakers or they're heels, you know, or they're combat boots, like whatever that looks like, to embrace the shoes that God's given you, to embrace 
the qualities he's given you and the the personality he's given you and the the desires and the skills and the talents and the even the positioning he's given you embrace all of it every part of it don't despise anything about who you are because you are perfect and lovely and you know if you do if there's parts of you that you're just not you just don't love really just kind of work those out get into those get into those messy areas with God and just be real and honest and allow him to show you why why is it so hard to accept those things about yourself you know why is it so hard to love those parts of you when he is perfect when God is perfect and so therefore he created you perfect in his image so if he gave you something or if he called you to something he knows by design that it was for you and that you are able to get through it even if it's a struggle you know the callings of God on people's lives aren't necessarily ever easy it was never supposed to be easy it was supposed to be victorious and victory only comes after a battle so you know know that everything that you're walking through the journey that you're on you know if you feel like God is just completely gutting you out that's great renovation is beautiful and know that in the process of all of this he is going to be faithful and he is going to take you from point a all the way to point z but he wants to have you embrace the fullness of who you've been called to be so everyone i just hope that you had you know i just hope that you have an encounter with god i i pray that the holy spirit just comes upon you if you don't know who jesus is i encourage you to invite him into your heart i encourage you to ask the holy spirit to come meet you and if you don't know what that means ask anyways and see what happens because god is so faithful he's so good and he's so much bigger than anything we could we could ever imagine but more than anything he longs to be your father so shine bright everybody know that you're loved and know that you are exactly who you've been called to be